Previously on Dylan and Dutch Metal Detecting. As a profiler, mm -hmm. his job is to hunt serial killers and to profile them so people can narrow their scope of the search. Eventually, the serial killers start hunting him back. I'm racking my brain. I'm really trying to figure this out, but I have not come to any kind of theory that I'm, you know, happy with yet. It's almost as if they're like putting us up there like as bait. Then we're gonna have to put him down. We're gonna have to fight him and put him There's down. There's no doubt in my mind. I think it's time that Dylan and Dutch become the predators. I'll tell you about that thing that I that I was looking at. I don't know, it might be a breakthrough. Need a fresh pair of eyes. Dutch. He was getting too close. Come find me, Dylan. Come on out and play. So it's been a few days since Dutch has gone missing. The other night we were debating on how to deal with this person and just to bring you all up to date, I didn't know if I could go through with it with uh, killing a person. Dutch was all for it. He has more experience going underground with his family. I kind of don't. Right now I'm in my car, I've already contacted the FBI, his family does not know, yet we don't even know what to, what, what, what questions there are, what not, so at this point I'm driving to, uh, to a place where I think I might find uh, some type of clue as to where he is, it's obvious, for the last six or seven weeks, it's obvious, we, we knew, we've known all along the killer is probably listening to our podcast, we do have about 6.2 million people subscribed to it, so it was only a matter of time, uh, during the 1970s when Dutch and I hosted Tupperware parties, um, home to home, before we turned into a conglomerate, I have a feeling that this serial killer was one of the host homes. That being said, uh, I, I've gone through all of the documentation, and uh, it's all turning into a dead end, really, I, and I hate to use that phrase. Everyone I've talked to thinks Dutch is dead. I don't, because in one of the recordings, the miner, if we could just call him that, the miner, uh, told me that he wants to do something to me in front of Dutch, probably kill me or torture me or something, I don't know, this is getting really dark, my family doesn't know what's going on, uh, I don't know what I'm getting myself into, before I left my home, I took my trusted down under outback knife, I sharpened that for a few hours, 
I have about 78 throwing stars on me, 64 regular throwing knives, Smith & Wesson. They have a really good weight to it, and uh, I'm wearing a Kevlar vest. I've also uh, paid up my life insurance because there's a strong feeling that I don't think I'm going to come back from this. Things are getting dark for Dylan and Dutch Mel detecting. Welcome back. I'm going to meet with Agent Perkins a little bit later on. I have a feeling she's not telling me everything. I'm not telling her everything either. I don't know if I should bring my guns to this, but I don't want to go naked in a way. I think I've finally re reached the point where I, I'm going to have to kill this guy. And I... I'm still recording it, and I'm going to keep recording until the very end. This probably may be a really boring uh, podcast. At this point, I'm not even recording it for the viewers. I'm recording it for posterity. Maybe one day my kids will listen to this and say, and I'll just say, Kids, if Daddy's not with you, you're going to know why. There's a great movie that came out in the 80s called No Retreat, No Surrender. Both Dutch and I were stunt coordinators on that movie. It was Jean-Claude Van Damme's premiere role. He plays a... Well, it's the 1980s. He plays a bad guy Russian, even though he's from Brussels and has a French accent. It makes sense, because in the 80s, everyone was against the Russians. The movie was called No Retreat, No Surrender. Dutch was hired on to teach one of the characters breakdancing moves because for a while we kind of peddled that on QVC. We gave Suzanne Summers a lot of tips on how to sell stuff on TV and I think it worked out for her. Looking through Dutch's workbench, last time we spoke just before he just disappeared out of nowhere and I swear I thought I heard tire screeching. He told me he wanted to show me something. I've looked all over his garage, all over his desks, I mean, it looks like something out of the movie A Beautiful Mind. Just newspaper clippings and maps with strings attached to certain things, radiuses, shotgun shells, obviously, and uh, a lot, plenty of scotch bottles. They're empty. I tried. So now, I feel like I'm just driving to the inevitable. Scarlet, when you hear this, if I don't come back... Uh, I'm sorry. Well, this is really dark. How are we going to lighten this thing up? I have no clue how. We're going to get some We're going to get some things answered. Hopefully, I can get some sort of immunity for what I'm about to do cuz I don't see myself citizen arresting this person. That is a thing though, by the way. Um I hate saying the word um so many times. There's a college drinking game for Dylan and Dutch metal detecting. People uh, told me about it. Every time I say um, or Dutch says, oh my lord, or oh my god, or every time we talk about some non-linear timeline, they drink a shot of uh, single malt scotch, of course. So to that, what I would say is, um, 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 oh my lord. I'm going to be signing off in a few minutes. 
then I'll be going through some paperwork again. I know this might be boring. This might be some of the last words I say. So I love you all, my subscribers and listeners, and even the people who don't subscribe. I also love the courtroom that's going to be played in. Judge, you're doing a great job. Everybody speaks slowly for the court reporter so he or she can do her job. And these lawyers are doing great. And I'm sure I'll be absolved of all of this. This is Dylan signing out for now. All right. Let's see. I'm just not going to stop. I think I should call Agent Perkins, but I'm just going to be relentless. I mean, it's going to end with a confrontation. I know that. I think I'm just going to get some dinner. Jack in the Box? Obviously. One thing I keep thinking about is, this guy calls himself the Miner. Maybe I should bring some flares and my crossbow. I'm tempted to go to Dutch's place to pick up Yukon Cornelius' pickaxe. In fact, I think that's exactly where I'm going to go. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Hi, Agent Perkins? Can you meet me at Dutch's residence, like, as soon as humanly possible? It is an emergency. Okay. Thanks for stopping by. Hey. I came as fast as I could. Dutch has been taken. What? What are you talking about? By who? Like... A few days ago, we were talking, we were actually arguing a little bit about how this is going to play out, whether I could actually kill this guy or not, and whether he could, and do I have his back. He stepped out to get some air, and I heard what I thought was tire screeching, and now he's gone. His truck is still here. Um, and here's what I need to know. You, well, not what I need to know, but you guys really aren't telling me everything. You're not. You don't even look surprised. Well, I'll be candid with you. We have been using you as bait. That's been the plan from the beginning. We knew that there was some kind of, of connection with Miami. The Miami connection. And let's be honest here, Dylan. You aren't very forthcoming yourself. I took a look at your file. Yeah, you're not going to find anything in my file. It's completely classified. Hang on, I've got it here. What? I've got it in my car. I was reading it on the way over. It's probably going to be a short read. Name. Dylan St. Lawrence. Date of birth. Unknown. Birthplace. Redacted. Social security number. 8802385 Known aliases. Arthur Lee Allen. Poncho. Shaka Dumisa. Shaka Dumisa. Pardon me, Shaka Dumisa. And <laughs> this one surprised me. Whoopi Goldberg. There's nothing surprising about it. She's, an ex- she's a really good actress. And I was undercover. Look, if we're going to get anywhere here, I know that I haven't been forthcoming, but at this point we don't have many choices. Tell me about the Miami connection. I don't think you need to know anything about that. You don't think I need to know anything about that? It's completely instrumental in this case. 
<sighs> okay. Back in the 70s, Dutch and I worked for another three-digit acronymed government agency, which you don't need to know about. Sure, of course. We infiltrated a gang of motorcycle ninjas who was running heroin out of, uh, or into uh, Miami. During that time, motorcycling was like the big hip thing to do, and Dutch was an expert at it. In fact, he befriended a guy named uh, Eric Estrella? Eric Estrada? Yeah, that's it. Eric Estrada. He befriended him. He actually taught him how to ride motorcycles. You're kidding me. Yeah, Dutch taught me, and then we ended up kind of being subcontractors for different state highway patrols to teach evasive maneuvers. Well, while we were infiltrating this motorcycle ninja gang, they were having a turf war with this martial arts rock band. And basically, we were trying to find out who is the head of this uh, biker gang. Turns out it was a ninja. Before we could even find out who the actual ninja was, Dutch and I got into kind of a bit of a knife fight. A knife fight? Yeah. That's when you hold a knife and then you fight someone with it. Thank you for the education. No, uh, no problem. Talk to me about what happened. I mean... I don't know if it's even relevant, but we're, we're at a bar and me and Dutch are killing it on the dance floor. You know, there's this movie called House Party with Kid and Play. I have, uh, I saw that at a slumber party once. Yeah. Well, they got those moves from us that night. Their parents were actually there. Kid and Play's parents. And uh, that's where they got those moves. The kicking and the, the whole thing. It was pretty good. So we're uh, just kind of getting our groove on. And uh, this guy bumps into me. I was like, hey, you know, watch it. He keeps bumping into me. Then he uh, says something about wanting to fight me. So I go outside, and three of his friends show up, and they all have switchblades. So I take out my buck knife. It's the Outback one that was um, featured in Crocodile Dundee, of course. Naturally. I take it out, and I'm fighting these four guys. Dutch is holding the crowd back to make it fair. He wanted to keep it from being like five against one, because that's when the odds might turn. So... I pretty much stab almost everyone in the kidney or the pancreas. I'm not want to kill anyone, but one of the younger kids got a little too close, and I stabbed him right through the neck, like sixteen or seventeen times. In the neck? Yeah, straight in the neck. Anyways, he was bleeding pretty badly. I would imagine so. I also curb stomped him, and so afterwards. Wait, you you curb stomped him, like? Like American History X? Yeah. Yeah. His jaw came off. So after that, I thought he was in pretty... He was pretty serious, critical. So I drove him to the hospital. I don't know if they pronounced him dead or if he died or what. I don't know. But uh, after that, we were pulled out of our deep cover. And we were assigned to a different scenario. I mean, do you think that there's been a, there could be any connection? Or it's just... Who knows at this point? Right now, both Dutch and I have been racking our brains about why this person is really singling us out. We're also trying to figure out why the FBI brought us in. Trying to figure out what makes us so important, besides being the fourth best 
metal detecting podcast on iTunes. I mean, have you looked through everything? Have you Here. Take a look at his desk. I see newspaper clippings, see a ton of hammers, a grigri, smoke detector that's broken, bunch of knives, saws, some water, a huge kegerator. Hmm. You tell me. Dutch seemed to think he was he had some type of breakthrough. I have no clue what it's about. Well, have you have you checked his computer? Have you checked Dutch's computer? No, it's password protected. I can't get in there. Well, I mean, for someone who stabbed someone 16 times in the throat and curb stomped them in the middle of a, a who God knows where with kid in play, I mean, you don't think you can can check someone's password or hack into a computer? I'm going to tell you right now. It was kid in play's parents. I apologize. There's got to be someone. I mean, should we just, would it be his name? I mean, Do you want a drink? Get some beer? Are you on the clock? Yes, I'm on the job. Is that brewed by, by Dutch himself? You're drinking of course it, right it is. Of, his... of course it is. I um, can't open the scotch cask for like another ten years. <laughs> well, let's okay. just take it. Let, let's let's take a stab. All right, we'll take a stab. Turn it on. Username. What is his last name? It's been redacted from his file. His f- full name is Dutch. Bradley Hutchings. But we just call him Dutch, because the movie Predator was awesome. But his username is Dutch. But I just gotta figure out the password. Let's um, see. John Claude Van Damme? No. Steven Seagal? No. Bloodsport? No. Hmm. The Clown? No. Try Kumite. Kumite. K-U-M-I-T-E? I have no idea how to spell it. Yeah. Nope, that's not it. Let's see. Uh, I don't Try death fight. I don't know how to spell that. I do know how to win that, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. Nope, not death fight. Does he have any a spouse or children? I mean, so much has been been kept from us. Should we try first names? Should we try birthdays? Teen Wolf 2. T-O-O. No. That doesn't work. Uh, what's the name of the actor who plays the Crocodile Dundee? Oh, shoot. Uh, Paul Hogan. No. Is it Paul Hulk Hogan? No. Two great American heroes. It's really Terry Belia. That's his real name. It's very true. Uh, Gaston. Yep. I actually got in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at that. Okay, why don't we start with the browsing history? That should give us a place to begin. I don't know if you should see a man's browsing history. Oh, come on. Okay. Um, it's not my first time at the rodeo. Let me open up Netscape. Okay. Sumo wrestling diet. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. No. Bullet removal home remedies. You're kidding me. You probably should not take a bullet out of yourself. Uh, beginner's jazz oboe. Oh, wow. His grandfather was a famous oboist. Really? In the Philharmonic. Is that how you say it? Obo- oboist? Yeah. 
That's how he always says it. Mm. He would know. Huh. Yeah. That his family's always disappointed in him for not taking up the oboe. Oh, it's a shame. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Hello Hello Kitty Illuminati connection? Is that is is there a Hello Kitty Illuminati connection? Of course there is. You didn't know that? No. You should be you really should be reading his blog. What's it called? Dutch Dutch's blog. That creative. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, at least it'll be easy to find. Let's see. Oh, we have a nature website. Oh shoot, that's it. This is this is the park we went to in Montana. See, look, see here. I'll show you the webcam. Remember the webcam photos we got? This that's is from right. that park. Let me look it up. Let me look up the. Let's see. Uh, no, there's like twenty different cameras. No, let me go to the actual. Oh my god. What is that? It's a sign. It says Lion's Den. Come alone. Oh my gosh. What's a Lion's Den? Does that have some connection for you? Does that mean something to you? About seven or fifteen years ago. What were you talking about? So, yeah, seven. So seven or fifteen years ago, Dutch and I got a fan letter telling us to go check out this mine in the Sierra Nevadas. They gave us GPS coordinates, and we went over there to check it out. And we were getting hunted by a mountain lion. That's right. That's correct. I remember you telling me that. If you want to look at season one, episode two, it pretty much catalogs it. But the the cliff notes of it are, we're hunted by a mountain lion. It jumps on my neck. I cut it with a knife. Dutch becomes enraged, grabs it by the throat, and literally stares it down until it becomes tame. It runs, it skitters off. Right. Uh, we sew our wounds up, and then we go into that mine, which didn't allow for a lot, but that mountain lion actually came back and brought us her cub. Right. And instead of shooting the cub in the head, we decided to let it go, but it did follow us after we drove away. Here's here's my question for you, Dylan. The person who's leaving you this message, whoever that person is, I mean, whether it's someone we've been trying to track, whether it's someone who could be a serial killer or someone who has interest in beyond that, all I can say is I don't know that you should go alone. I'm going to write down the GPS coordinates on this piece of paper. I'm going to put it in an envelope. And I'm going to put it in this time lock safe. Okay? Okay. In an hour, I want you to open it up. In an hour? One hour. That's all I need. That's all the head start I need from you guys. Now, in an hour, open it up and bring everyone... Everyone? Everyone. All right. I'll do as best as I can. Everybody I've got. I mean, I bring uh, medevac choppers, bring SWAT, bring everyone. Okay. Do you, do you want those cops on horses? Mounties? Yeah. 
I should know the term because this is what I do for a living, but I, I'm a little tipsy. Sorry. You called me at a bad time, but I came over as fast as I could. Don't bring the guys on horses. Okay. But everyone else. Everyone else. The guys with the bloodhounds, snipers. Bring, like, one administrative official that gets in the way. Okay. But it's kind of a jackass. Okay. Like that guy from Die Hard. Mm, yeah, yeah. Or the, the guy from SWAT. Mm-hmm. The or, one who is uh, Urkel's, Urkel's neighbor dad guy, right? No, not him. He was a good guy. No, I'm talking oh, about... Ba- oh, you. Oh. No, I'm talking about bring, like, a, a worthless, like, paper pusher guy. Got like, it. He, he was the guy that played the uh, vice principal in uh, Breakfast Club. God, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. Bring one of those guys. Oh, we've totally got one of those. Yeah, I'm sure you have plenty. Also, uh, bring a bunch of people that all they do is drink coffee. Mm-hmm. And one other thing I think you should bring is... Make sure the sheriff knows, like the Hick sheriff in this county. Yeah. Because I want you guys to argue about jurisdiction. Okay. Before you guys enter into the mine. And he will. Yeah. He will. Probably bring another guy that has, like, not identification, but then when he walks up, he moves, like, some Velcro, and then his badge comes out. Like Tommy Lee Jones from The Fugitive. Mm, I love that. Or like Tommy Lee Jones on The Fugitive too. I've been trying to get them to change our uniforms so that they're all like that. But yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I digress. Here's what I really want to know. Yeah. We'll, we'll come after an hour, as you've asked. But tell me this, Dylan. What are you going to do? What I do best.
at the lion's den where it all started noticing a lot of a lot of footprints usually this is, it goes pretty untouched and there's uh, obvious signs that someone's been dragged here really hope I don't find a body I think I see a faint light in there um, hello is anyone in there Dutch, is that you? Go back! What? I can't hear you. It's muffled. Dylan, go back! 